0: What is up, dudes? It's Jeremy. Welcome to Dude It's a Podcast episode 004. Now, in the last episode, we had a little bit more fun than we did in the first two. and this one, I think we're going to have a little bit more fun. Uh, we're going to be talking about fairy tales and messed up fairy tales, creepy fairy tales, what, disturbing fairy tales. Um, what I want to do for this episode is I want to, first of all, I want to talk about why I'm going to be talking about fairy tales and what got me into even thinking of recording a podcast about fairy tales. And then I've got three that I want to uh, read through. They're all very short, and then I'll, I'll discuss each. Um, so, okay, <laughs> Jeremy, why do you want to talk about fairy tales today? Why are we talking about fairy tales? All right, so there is a movie. I think it's like a 2004, 2000, I don't know how old it is. But um, a movie called Collateral with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. It's an amazing movie. But there is a monologue in that movie that has always captured my attention and it's by I think it's Javier Boredom. I'm not sure how you say his last name but uh he's in No Country for Old Men and he's, he's a great actor but anyways um he has a monologue where he's describing to Max the main character uh Black Peter or Black Pete which is a he, he's a one of santa claus's helpers and so he he tells the story and it's like it's really dark it's pretty disturbing honestly for a fairy tale and so i had to look it up after i watched it and i was really i was more disturbed by what i found there and then i don't know got down one of those rabbit holes of the internet and and realized there are a lot of very disturbing fairy tales and even like a lot of adaptations of fairy tales that we see like in disney movies are actually pretty messed up but um so anyways, I want, I want to talk about Black Peter for a second because I was like I said I was very disturbed when I googled this. Um, I, I went straight to the Wikipedia article, okay? So the, the Wikipedia article is for Zwart Pete. Uh, I believe that's how it's pronounced, but the the English pronunciation would be Black Pete or Black Peter. It's a companion of Saint. Nicholas Sinterklaas. Claus. In the Folklore of the Low Countries. Low Countries, I I, I didn't click on the link. I don't know what all that encompasses, but I know that it's of Dutch origin, basically. It says here the character first appeared in in an 1850 book by Amsterdam school teacher John Schenkman. Anyways, this is like, so the story of Black Peter, you know what, Javier can probably describe the story of Black Peter way better than I can. But do you know who they like even better than Santa Claus? His helper,
1: Pedro El Negro, Black Peter. There's an old Mexican tale (coughs) that tells of how Santa Claus got so very busy looking out for the good children that he had to hire some help to look out for the bad children. So he hired Pedro. And Santa Claus gave him a list with all the names of all the bad children and Pedro would come every night to check them out. And the people, the little kids that were misbehaving, that were not saying their prayers, Pedro would leave a little toy donkey on their windows, Mm. a little burro, and he would come back. And if the children were still misbehaving, Pedro would take them away and nobody would ever see them again. Now, if I am being Santa Claus and you are Pedro, how do you think jolly old santa claus with phil if one day pedro came into his office and said i lost the list how fucking furious do you think
0: he would get again watch collateral if you haven't watched collateral but anyways so he describes that black peter is this he's a one of santa claus's helpers he uh watches all the children if they act up he takes them away but here's what he doesn't he doesn't talk about like the description the physical description of black peter which if you look at the picture on wikipedia it basically like people will dress up as black peter around christmas and they're wearing like blackface makeup if you don't know what blackface makeup is it's basically people that put like um black paint or like shoe polish basically all over their skin and face to appear african-american or i mean to to appear black and it's very it's first of all uh it's incredibly racist and it's also it's it's been used in hollywood and like very controversial obviously but um I go- so, again, more rabbit holes. I googled like people dressing up like this because I'm, I'm like, this is, is this still going on? This is really weird. It turns out it is, and there's a lot of controversy going on um, outside of America because of this. Uh, here we've got an article. This November, a group of white extremists in the Netherlands blocked a highway to keep anti-racist protesters away from a parade that had blackface. A week later, 10 people wearing blackface barged into a primary school in Utrecht, telling some teachers to go back to your own country. All right, so first of all, what the fuck? Um, second of all, so that's still going on. There's these parades, like Christmas parades with Santa Claus and stuff like that. And they have these people running around wearing blackface makeup. And it's not just the blackface thing. Like, it's also red lipstick, bright red lipstick and, like, curly hair. In the picture of Wikipedia, it looks like the girl's teeth are fi- – I mean, or the guy. I'm not even sure it looks like their teeth is like filed down. It's very disturbing. I think it would honestly make a great like Christmas horror movie. You know that like they did Krampus, uh, I think it was 2 years ago. I think that Black Peter would make an awesome horror movie. I'm down if anybody's down to write a a Black Peter Christmas movie, Zwart Pete Christmas movie, horror movie. Um, get at me at Dude, it's Jeremy on any of your socials. We'll write a script. We can probably draw up a script in a week. Have this movie out as fast as possible. Anyways, that just like stirred my curiosity. And I started thinking, I was like, I'm sure that a lot, there's a lot of other like tales like that that are told to kids, fables and such that are wildly disturbing. And it turns out there are a lot. Uh, most of which are responsible, uh, uh, most, of, most of which are written by the Grimm Brothers, which are are a, a Dutch pair of brothers that wrote hundreds of fairy tales and fables. Lots of them that, that we recognize in, in uh, a lot of the, like, like I was saying earlier, the Disney movies and things like that, like Cinderella and things like that. All, mostly derived from fairy tales written by these two brothers. But they've got some that are a little bit... They're very obscure, and they're very, I don't even know. Let me just, let me throw out the title to this first one that I'm going to read, and then I'll read it. The Mouse, the Bird, and the Sausage. Now, if that doesn't pique your interest, I don't know what does. Um, Okay, so let me read this story real quick. I promise it won't take more than a minute or two. Okay, so, once upon a time, a mouse, a bird, and a sausage formed a partnership, They kept house together, and for a long time they lived in peace and prosperity, acquiring many possessions. The bird's task was to fly into the forest every day to fetch wood. The mouse carried water, made the fire, and set the table. The sausage did the cooking." It's fairly ironic. Whoever is too well off always wants to try something different. Thus, one day the bird chanced to meet another bird, who boasted to him of his own situation. This bird criticized him for working so hard while the other two enjoyed themselves at home. For after the mouse had made the fire and carried the water, she could sit in the parlor and rest until it was time for her to set the table. The sausage had only to stay by the pot watching the food cook. When mealtime approached, she would slither through the porridge or the vegetables and thus everything was greased and salted and ready to eat. (laughs) The bird would bring his load of wood home, they would eat their meal and then sleep soundly until the next morning. It was a great life. The next day, because of his friend's advice, the bird refused to go to the forest, saying that he had been their servant long enough. He was no longer going to be a fool for them. Everyone should try a different task for a change. The mouse the mouse, and the sausage argued against this, but the bird was the master, and he insisted that they give it a try. The sausage was to fetch wood, the mouse became the cook, and the bird was to carry water. And what was the result? The sausage trudged off towards the forest. The bird made the fire, and the mouse put on the pot and waited for the sausage to return with wood for the next day. However, the sausage stayed out so long that the other two feared that something bad had happened. The bird flew off to see if he could find her. A short distance away, he came upon a dog that had seized the sausage as free booty and was making off with her. The bird complained bitterly to the dog about this brazen abduction, but he claimed that he had discovered forged letters on the sausage and that she would thus have to forfeit her life to him. (laughs) Filled with sorrow, the bird carried the wood home himself and told the mouse what he had heard and seen. They were very sad, but were determined to stay together and make the best of it. The bird set the table while the mouse prepared the food. She jumped into the pot, as the sausage had always done, in order to slither and weave in and about the vegetables and grease them. But before she reached the middle, her hair and skin were scalded off, and she perished. (laughs) It was getting very dark very quickly. When the bird wanted to eat, no cook was there. Beside himself, he threw the wood this way and that called out looked everywhere but no cook was to be found because of his carelessness the scattered wood caught fire and the entire house was soon aflame the bird rushed to fetch the water but the bucket fell into the well carrying him with it and he drowned (laughs) oh my god this is insane what is this here and here's the other thing that i like am wildly curious about with all of these like I thought that fairy tales were meant for kids. Well, who else would they be meant for, right? So, like, in what way is this... Could you imagine, like, reading this to your kid nowadays? Like, a a young kid who's, like, trying to learn about the world. And you're like, well, let me tell you this story about the time this sausage got obliterated by a dog and a mouse burned alive and a bird drowned. The end. (laughs) What the hell, like, and, and and so like there's two brothers right so these they're like bouncing ideas off of each other, and they're like, <laughs> okay first of all the characters, well we gotta have animals right that's like a common thing between fairy tales so let's go with a mouse, a bird seems pretty standard, who's gonna cook though, a sausage, mm, makes sense, good one bro, and then. They, they write this whole story and they're like, well, we got to have an ending, right? Let's just have everyone die. Like, they don't have to learn their lesson or anything. They'll just die. <laughs> All three of them. I also like that this dog is like, the law dog is like, well, she has forged letters. She must forfeit her life. And the bird's like, Ugh. story checks out. <laughs> Take the sausage. <laughs> I don't get it. That, that one's the most bizarre, I think. I read through like a dozen or so. I just picked out three. But like, what? <laughs> Let's do another one, and then we can talk more about how, like, just bizarre these are. The lost children. A couple... uh, Is it Jacques and Toynian? I can't do this. Let's say Jack and Tom. All right, a couple, Jack and Tom, were very stingy. Their children, Jean, who is 12, and his sister, Jeanette, who is 8... Suffered because of this, and finally they decided to lose them in the forest. That, that's how we solve problems in fairy tales. Tom took them and left them there. They tried to find her, and then tried to find their way out. Oh, Tom, okay. So Tonya's a girl name. All right. So Tom. All right. So Tom is our, our, our guy girl. Jean climbed a tree and saw a white house and a red house. They went to the red one. The woman there let them in, but told them to be quiet, or her husband would eat them because he was the devil. She hid them, but her husband could smell them because they were Christians. He beat his wife and put Jean into the barn to fatten him up before eating him, making Jeanette Jeanette bring him food. The devil was too fat to get into the barn, so he ordered Jeanette to bring him the tip of Jean's finger to test how fat he was. Jeanette brought him a rat's tail. (laughs) The third time, he noticed the trick and pulled Jean out. He made a sawhorse to lay Jean on to bleed and went for a walk. Jeanette and Jean pretend not to understand how he was to be put on the sawhorse. The devil's wife showed them and Jean tried to Sorry. The devil's wife showed them and Jean tied her on and cut her throat. They took the devil's gold and silver and fled in his carriage. The devil chased them. On the way he met various people a laborer, a shepherd, a beetle, some laundresses, and asked whether they had seen the children. The first time he asked, they each misheard him, but then told him they hadn't, except for the laundresses, who told him they crossed the river. The devil could not cross it, so one laundress offered to cut her hair to let him cross on it. But when he was in the middle, the laundress dropped it, so he drowned. The children got home and took care of their parents, despite what they had done. All right, let's back way, way, way up because this is – there's so much messed up about this. Okay, so first of all, this couple, Jack and Tom, they, they're they having a hard time and so they decide to lose their kids in the forest. This is ironic because I'm, I'm reading a novel right now by Cormac McCarthy called Outer Dark and that's actually like somewhat of the plot at the very beginning. Like this guy – his, I think it's actually his sister, I haven't entirely figured it out, has a baby and he decides to just leave it in the forest the forest is like, I guess for these stories that would be the most normal thing to do where like now you might leave them like on a random corner, street corner but but like it sounds so bizarre, it's like well we we left the children in the forest because we, our marriage is, is having a hard time <laughs> and they were stingy it's because they were stingy and they had two kids and they're like, hmm we need to get rid of them so and then the other thing that i'm I'm concerned like so so the kids are doing all right though they they climb a tree they see two houses right a white house and a red house so they don't recognize their house right they see these two other ones they go to the red one we never find out about the white house the red house is obviously not the best choice it just so happens to be where the devil lives also i like this line she hid them but her husband could smell them because they were christians (laughs) damn it why did we have to be christians also the devil was too fat to get into the barn i'm i'm guessing that means from eating other children like what else is the devil fattening up on he's so hell-bent on getting these getting children but you know what he's not too keen because he's fooled by a rat's tail once the tip of a finger he gets a rat tail he doesn't notice till the third time (laughs) Which I think is, I guess in fairy tales, like, everything has to be in, like, threes or sevens or something like that. Three, or, you know, it always has to be, like, in a a sequence. The sequence here is three fingertips. And we notice on the third one that it's actually a rat tail. Damn it. Anyways, the laundresses told him out. And that was the end. This, uh, this is obviously, like, more disturbing than the first one. But the first one is more, like I said, just bizarre. Okay, so we read a couple disturbing ones, right? I I had said at the towards the beginning that there are a lot of like Disney stories that are derived from these fairy tales that are uh, equally or more messed up. So I want to dive into those next. I just want to read some differences. I pulled this from an article that has five uh, Disney movie or adaptations that Disney did uh, that have a much more dark and gruesome origin. So the first one we're going to talk about Cinderella that was the first one i mentioned earlier so there's obviously a lot of versions of cinderella um but the like the grimm's brothers they have a 19th century version i don't i don't know if that's the original but um it's very dark okay so in their version the fairy godmother does not exist uh instead there's another character Instead, there's another character uh, that's given the dresses for the three balls she attends from a tree she planted and watered with her tears by her mother's grave. So when the prince comes, he's trying to find the owner of the slipper. The evil stepsisters resort to cutting off parts of their feet to try and fit the slipper. One cuts off a toe. The other cuts off her heel. The blood dripping from their shoes gives them away. And in the end, they have their eyes pecked out by doves. (laughs) What? Are you kidding me? The Little Mermaid. The Little Mermaid's got a a wildly dark origin too. The original version is written by Hans Christian Andersen. Not quite as cheery, this article says. So while the trade with the sea witch still occurs, the penalty for failure isn't just turning back into a mermaid, it's death. Every step she takes makes her feel like she's walking on daggers, but she still dances for the prince and soon becomes his favorite companion. It's all good after that, right? Happy ending? No. The prince ends up marrying another girl who he mistakenly believes was the one to save him from the shipwreck. Before the mermaid faces her death penalty, though, her sisters sell their hair to bring her a dagger. If she kills the prince, his dripping blood will cause her feet to become fins again. But in the end, she can't bring herself to do it. So she jumps off the ship where the wedding was held and turns into sea foam. So she dies, basically. So the Disney – so basically according to this, like the Disney version just kind of ends like – it just ends at a point in the story. The story just goes on to where she dies. Sleeping Beauty. Now, Sleeping Beauty is one that like – if you just told me the main idea of Sleeping Beauty, I'd be like, wow, that's – yeah, that's disturbing. I I can't imagine a happy ending to that. Well, the original isn't. The original, which is from 19 – oh, sorry. The original, which is from 1634, Sun, Moon, and Talia sees the princess prick her finger with a splinter of poisonous flax and places it in one of her father's estates. That's pretty much where the similarities end. A king who happens across the estate wanders in and finds the princess's sleeping body, fails to wake her, and then proceeds to rape her. And if that's not enough, the princess later gives birth to twins while still unconscious, one of whom sucks the splinter from her finger and wakes her up. The princess ends up marrying the king, who burns his first wife alive so that they can be together. But not before the wife tries to kill and serve the baby twins for the king to eat. What? I think Sleeping Beauty is a messed up story on its own. In the original, she gets raped and has babies while she's still sleeping. I think that was probably a pretty like quick decision for Disney to be like, mm, yeah, we're not we're going we're to put that in our version. <laughs> Snow White. Snow White's another popular one. Seven Dwarves. Like I was saying, everything has to be – I don't know why that is, but like everything in fairy tales happens to – has to come in threes or like it doesn't just happen once. There aren't just – you don't have a 50-50 shot. So Snow White. In the fairy tale of Snow White, the evil queen's stepmother does not ask for Snow White's heart in a box, but for her liver and her lungs to eat for dinner. Ops, She's also already dead by the time the princess finds her. Oh, sorry. Already dead by the time the prince finds her. But he falls in love with her anyways. Okay, stop right there. What? He gets to a dead body and he falls in love with her anyways. now I haven't read the source material, but I don't understand I don't have a flying fucking clue how that happens. So as he carts her off in a coffin to do whatever to be to be married to her, um, the piece of poisonous apple dislodges from her throat and she awakens and as for punishment for her evil deeds, the queen is forced to wear a pair of glowing hot iron shoes. Place before her with tongs, and dance in them until she drops dead. The end. <laughs> oh my god! You're, I mean, that's literally like medieval torture. What was the one? It was like the iron horse or the iron bull where they would put people in it and they would then they would just like roast them alive. That's like one of the worst tortures known to man. That's what happens here. Give her a pair of. Uh, glowing hot iron shoes put them on and dance until you die (laughs) what the hell all right we just got one maybe two more uh beauty and the beast beauty and the beast is also like come on now so if you didn't know uh beauty and the beast is a french fairy tale in the disney version it's there i mean all the characters have french accents and all but um Okay, so both versions have roses that obviously play an important role. Cursed prince, who most find love is a beast and a beautiful girl, unaware of her looks and only interested in books. Now, in the original, the beast releases a homesick beauty to go visit her family on the condition she returns in a week. When her sisters hear about this, they display some sisterly love and try and get her to stay in the hope that an angry beast would eat her alive upon her return. He didn't, though. Just spoiler Also in the fairy tale uh, Beauty who happens to be half fairy And the Beast turn out to be cousins So yeah Yeah That's That's pretty messed up I don't even Part of this makes me want to write a fairy tale Because like You can obviously just make it as messed up as possible And it's still Like it's still just a fairy tale So why not I feel like part of my, like, childhood, part of these, like, movies that I watched when I was a kid are completely ruined. Um, Hercules is another one, but um, it's not as, not nearly as bad. So, um, in the movie, like, in the animated movie, uh, Hercules, or, uh, sorry, Zeus and Hera are, you know, obviously they're, like, happily married, right? They're, like, hugging each other and stuff. They like talk about their son, how much they love their son. In the original, though, the like the Greek tale, um, Hercules is the son of Zeus and a mortal. Uh, I'm not sure what her name is, but Zeus like he had an affair, and that like had Hercules because of that. So I guess in the movie, like that could have happened. You're just led to believe something else. But in reality, like that's not her son. That he's like Hercules is a bastard. <laughs> Pinocchio, now Pinocchio is another one that I always knew was messed up. The original story is by Carlo Collati. Um Pinocchio has like a, a pretty large rebellious stage though. At one point he runs away from home, which obviously you know, causes Geppetto to spend some time in the slammer on account of his poor supervision. Pinocchio has to go to school because of that, but he sells his book. But Pinocchio gets his act together, gets his teen, teen angst, out of the way moves on becomes a real boy right is that how pinocchio ends oh my god i can't even remember does he, i i don't know what he looks like at a real boy as a real boy if he is mm. did you know in bambi um bambi is shot in the original book he is uh he's he so in the book he's taught to walk around in circles to spread the blood around and confuse hunters and dogs that are tracking him. And so, again, you can see why Disney would be like, mm, Yeah, we're not, we're, we're going to go ahead and not put that in our movie. Also, the hunter originally is shot and killed by another man. And uh, the old prince makes sure that Bambi sees the body to prove that man is not all-powerful. The hunchback of Notre Dame? Esmeralda's hanged. I don't even... The, re- the rest of the Hunchback is pretty messed up, as is. But yeah, Esmeralda's uh, hanged because Frollo betrays her. Quasimodo pushes him off the roof to his death. Later, Quasimodo visits Esmeralda's grave and refuses to leave until he stars to death. Pretty happy ending. So my point here is the, the, the Grimm brothers are messed up. The, like, and I don't even understand... Their st- like what happened to them as kids something something happened because th- th- I, I don't even know but you know what okay so here's another thing here's another little rabbit hole that i'm gonna go on as i'm recording do you remember the movie the brothers Grimm with matt damon and and uh some somebody else <sighs> i know that one's a tooth oh heath ledger oh, that's right oh, my god alright now what is this What is this movie based on because alright the Brothers Grimm is a 2005 adventure fantasy film directed by Terry Gillen film stars Matt Damon is, oh, wait wait okay in an exaggerated and fictitious portrait of the Brothers Grimm as traveling con artists in French occupied Germany during the early 19th century oh okay I remember that at the beginning they're like they fake fight witches and goblins and stuff However, the brothers eventually encounter a genuine fairy tale curse which requires real courage instead of their usual bogus exorcisms. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. So it's an exaggerated version of the Brothers Grimm. Jacob and Wilhelm Grimm. These are the German academics, phil- philologists, cultural researchers, lexicographers. Hold on, hold on. Authors of published folklore during the 19th century they were among the best known collectors of folk tales and popularized traditional oral tales such as cinderella the frog prince the goose girl Hints on gretel rapunzel rumple Stillskin, beauty snow white children oh their first collection of folk tales children's and household tales that's what i'm saying like children's and household tales who in the fuck is like you know what this kids i've got a story for you it's about a mermaid that has to die for no reason and it's also about a girl who must dance in hot iron shoes until she dies Uh, here we go later in the 20th century psychologists such as Bruno Betelhelm reaffirmed the value of their work in spite of the cruelty and violence in the original versions of some of the tales which the Grimm's eventually sanitized hmm so they, they definitely left a legacy but at what cost because it sounds like tons of children's like nightmares and their whole moral whatever sanity i don't even know those dudes thank you for joining me for some messed up fairy tales because i don't even know where to go from here i need to rethink a lot of things about my childhood i know that for a fact uh dudes if you want to talk about these fairy tales if you want to send me some other cool stuff some stories some tweets some whatever at dudes jeremy instagram twitter whatever 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 you'd like uh as always please please send us that review on itunes uh just like i said helps get the name out there helps me uh get some feedback and see what i need to improve on what you'd like to see more of less of yada yada uh in the meantime thanks for listening dudes we'll see you in the next one